everybody. Welcome. Hey, hey. Welcome to the Golden Hour with Anna Gold. And this is my host. Sorry. <laughs> he is the host of this chat, but this is my guest, James Gordon. Mr. James Gordon is an actor in the city of Chicago, and I'm sure you act in other places too, yeah? Yes. Cool. How did you get started in, in acting? It's a funny story. You know what? Let me get comfortable. Okay. Uh, it's a funny story. I I I, uh, I was a teacher first, and mm -hmm. then um, I taught seventh grade language arts, and then I started doing poetry live, and and oh. I wrote wrote a couple books, and then uh, a few books, and then uh, storytelling. So in the midst oh, of that, okay. in the midst of that journey, uh, a gentleman said, "Hey man, would you like to be in a movie?" I was like, okay. "Dude, I'm a teacher. I'm I'm not an actor." And he says, "No, no, no. You could do this. I've seen you do poetry. What happened? Do this." It was a, a, a role, it was an FBI interrogator. So I did that oh. and marked it off the bucket list. Like, yay, I did a movie, yay. You know, I didn't think much of it beyond that. So then another buddy who's pretty known now, David Damaslin, he did poetry with me at the same time. And he said, hey, man, you want to be in a film? And I was like, yeah. He says, you have to play an angry boyfriend. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've, I've been that guy. You know, <laughs> it, it happens. It was a movie called Animals the Movie. And it was a really intense movie about his struggle and his overcoming his heroin addiction and oh is it based on a true story it's based on it's a true story oh, oh it's, I, it's, I like that. it's it's heavy I, I mean it's it's something to, to see some of the things they go through to obtain money uh to feed their addiction him and the woman who played his wife in the film uh so i played in that movie i was like oh, okay and i remember going to the screening and i said man um i said man i i i'd understand if our if my uh scene was cut out he says you're seen in the building i said yeah he says dude that was one of the best scenes in the movie oh and my daughter nice. was with me at the screen and we, we she said daddy you did it and so uh i remember this is a fond memory uh which i have a sweet when she heard my voice before i even came on screen she screamed out that's my daddy and everybody started clapping and i was like oh man because you know you, you get a little nervous about that with, with all these people, with financiers and all that stuff like that. And it was like, and so David told me afterwards, he said, you ever thought about acting? And I was like, no. And he said, well, maybe you should. And uh, I said, okay. I said, all right. Mm -hmm. So I started doing some background work, started doing some indie films. And I think what really turned for me was um, I went on Steve Harvey show. You were a guest on the Steve Harvey show? Yes. I, I was in the audience. I was in the audience. And I got to interact uh, in a dialogue with Devon Franklin and Megan Good. They were still married at the time. And their new book, it just came out, The Weight. And so I got to dialogue with them and Steve. And uh, it's a viral video. Uh, it was talking about celibacy um, oh. and waiting and such like that. And so that said, hey, all these people can see you. And I came and, you know, this is the thing. It was on my resume. And I landed my first agent. And, you know, from that, from that point on, we've been on and we've been on. We've been that's, we've been doing it. That's nice. What was the hump for you? How did you cross from the threshold of independent films to television? Because you're on Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, right? Chicago Mayor. Chicago Mayor. Oh. I've been on Fire Chicago Mayor, yes. It's all in one Chicago, but yeah, Chicago Mayor is Kent Taylor. I believe I I really believe it was just a in any sort of thing you do, especially this entertainment stuff, uh where the the amount of opportunities are here, so you've got it. So you've got to fit in that. Um, it's just perseverance. It's just hanging in there. Um, it's, igno nice. it's ignoring the naysayers because you're going to have that. 
you're gonna have people say, oh, why'd you wait this long? Um, you're too old. You don't look like an actor. Da, 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 da. I said, oh, shut up. You know, <laughs> I can't hear you. They, they, don't, they don't know when your time is, no, honestly. No. Like, it's God's time. It's always all God's the time. time. All the time. He's the greatest supplier of all. So, I mean, that, and yeah. that's where you put it. My, I can learn that. My brother taught me that as well. Shouts out to my brother. He taught me, you know, everything is, I want to make sure I phrase this right. You can never, you will always have, so long as you know where the supply is coming from. Mm-hmm. So there's always, so oh. I, I'm, I'm of the mind that no matter what, I, I don't book. Mm-hmm. So for every one thing, one role I don't book, I'm going to book 10. <laughs> you know, I'm going to book 10. As opposed to most people say the opposite. Oh, well, for every 10 I don't book, I want to book one. No, for every one I don't book, I'm going to book 10. <laughs> and that's just the mindset. It's plenty. Yes, there is plenty. Well, right. the universe has unlimited supply. Exactly. And we have all that God has. So that's that's great. That's exactly. an awesome way to look at things. When you first made the transition from independent films to television, was it hard getting used to the auditions for TV? Because, you know, there's a certain level difference. There's a caliber difference. Were you scared at first, or how did you make it? Like, do you remember the audition that made you break through? <laughs> um, to be quite frank, now, when I got my agent, uh, my first agent, I had no clue how to audition. Mm. No clue at to how to actually look at a, look at a script look at my character, attribute characteristics to that character, you know, mm-hmm. break down the script, the scenery, and how I relate to it. And so I had no clue to that. I just figured, okay, I got to remember this and say it, how I think it should go. And then mm-hmm. you, you bump your head enough till you start saying, wait, I got resources around me. People always say go to class, and that's true. But I have mm-hmm. resources around me. I love movies. Oh. So I would watch something. I would watch actors in a movie and how they would interact and certain things they would say. Uh, my my first role, and, and in answer to the second part of your question, March of 2018, I remember telling my mom, I said, Ma, you know what? This next audition, I'm going to book it. I'm going to book it. I said, it's going to be Fire PD, one of them. I'm going to book it. She said, well, book it. We were sitting in the kitchen. I said, I'm going to book it. And That's I remember, really neat. Yeah, and I remember, going, I remember going into the audition, and it, 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 <laughs> the heater went out that day. I remember it in the house. It was cold. Yeah, I went to the audition. And um, I sat outside. I said, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just, I'm just going to let it fly. I'm just going to let it fly. Um, and so that day with that audition, I just let it fly. I didn't, I didn't think about anything else except giving the best audition I could give. That's, that's good. I guess that's what it should be anyway, regardless of what you audition for, your best. It really should. But a lot of times, for me, that had been the habit of certain auditions almost given priority over others or they're given more anxiety anxiety excuse uh-huh. me to them you get something for nbc or, or or the cw and it's like oh my god i gotta start preparing what you get something else and it's like okay you, you get calm so it's just you have to differentiate and and dial in i dialed in uh that day oh. and i'm on the book in a row that was my uh-huh. first one uh as andy the barber on chicago fire by the way that was really good. I looked at your reel, and that was one of my two favorite roles on your reel. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. And when you said dialing in, what did you mean by that? You said, I, I decided that I was going to dial in. You focus. Your focus becomes laser-like. You really 
aren't concerned or concentrating on anything else except the role, except the part, uh, except the process of doing that. So a lot of times, especially recently, I've, I've dialed in with the various roles, the various auditions, whereas that's, it's like tunnel vision. That particular audition, that day I dialed in, I just said, okay, forget anything else, forget what I did previously or didn't do or what have you, this audition is the one, just give it everything. Just give it the oh, That's awesome, good for you, and it paid off. Yes. And my other favorite role that you did was magic. Uh, that was where you played a police officer. Oh, wow. Oh, thank you. Oh, that was, that was an indie film. Long, like, it, it, it vacillated between short hours, long hours. Shout out to Billy Ray Valentine. He was the one who uh, had the film. And I wasn't even casting that role at first. The role they had me as, they had me as an assistant to the DA. And it was a couple of lines, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do a couple of lines and get up out of here. But people didn't show up for their role. So it started out, hey, we want you to do this role. And so another person didn't show up. They said, look, we're going to put these two roles together. Can you handle them? I said, yeah. And so that's how special agent, uh, special FBI agent James Livingston, who, it's my dad. He was named after my oh. dad. Wait, so you, did you get to name the character? I did. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Really? Yeah. So now, um, we're on to another topic. I was wondering, you said that some of your favorite directors are Christopher Nolan, yes. Spike Lee, yes. and Maurice Prophet. Yes. Uh, what do you like about those directors and their work? There's a few others as well. Um, mm -hmm. Brandon Bowens, who is the um, creator, director, and producer of Amazon and Tubi's The G and back, Background Extras. The thing, Christopher Nolan wins because he directed the Batman trilogy, arguably the greatest trilogy of all time, the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> Maurice Proffitt and, and, and Brandon, um, they have a, a sort of a different style, but one of, the things, uh -huh. one of the things that's really great about them is they're uh -huh. open to giving people opportunity. Um, acting and obtaining roles can be somewhat um, elitist because you know somebody you have to know somebody if you know somebody you can bypass uh -huh. the process or whatever and those gentlemen um those gentlemen give props for props to do they, they they give you an opportunity to act and work with you and i think that's just awesome that is nice how mm -hmm. they build you up mm -hmm. and, um now is the fun part of the show well okay. it's all fun but now is the fun part of the show where we play trivia are okay. you ready okay i'm ready <laughs> you said that one of your favorite actors was Denzel Washington. Is that yes, right? That's right. Okay. I'm going to give you a Denzel Washington quiz. It's hmm. multiple choice, so you should have many options of getting it right. Okay. Uh, one minute, please. Let's say uh, everybody that's tuning in, thank you so much for taking time out your Saturday and coming on the live and viewing and listening. Greatly appreciate it. This is really impromptu, so that's why you probably you know I love to promote everything. And normally I would say, hey, I'm coming on this and another. And again, not to be redundant, this is. Yes, uh, thank you for that, James. It, it is right off at the top of James' head, I should add, because my technology wasn't working. And this is a wonderful idea. And I actually really like doing it this way. So now we have video and audio. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the first question is, which one of these movies did Denzel play as the title character. In which one of these movies did Denzel play the title character? Do, do, do. Hold on just a second. 
Scrolling down. Was it Django, Salt, Malcolm X, or Glory? Malcolm X. Okay. Let's see if you're right. We're going to play for 10. Okay. Yes, it was Malcolm X. Yes. Good job. Awesome movie. Should have got an Oscar. Yeah, I think there's a formula for getting an Oscar. I have like a theory, but I'm not going to say it on the air. Okay. Um, are you ready for the next question? I am. Okay. What is the name of Denzel Washington's character in the movie The Magnificent Seven? Is it Troy Maxson, Sam Chisholm, Arnold Billings, or Malcolm X? <laughs> Sam Chisholm. All right, let's try it. Ding, 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 ding. You are right. Two for two is James Gordon on the Denzel Washington quiz. <laughs> let's see what's next, friend. Denzel made his managerial debut in which movie? Was it Antoine Fisher, The Great Debaters, the preacher's wife or the hurricane his managerial debut this is what it says and i don't quite know what it means by that uh, i can always skip that one because honestly i don't understand the question his managerial debut they don't mean director do they, they... perhaps it could be like a british wording or an australian wording i don't know i'm gonna take a shot i'm just gonna take a shot i'm gonna go with antoine fisher Meg Ryan. Okay. I think that's a good guess. I haven't seen that movie, but I think it's... Yes, and you're right. Four for four. So far, you're the best player of trivia on this show. Uh, I've never had anyone get all of the answers right. Yes. I, like, I do. <laughs> Pelican Brief. Okay, I think you're right. Let's see. And you are right again. Ding, 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 ding. All right, the next question for Mr. James Gordon on the Denzel Washington quiz is, on which movie set did Denzel Washington meet his wife? Was it The Hurricane, Wilma, Remember the Titans, or The Great Debaters? Wilma. All right, let's try it. It was Wilma. Six for six. You're doing great. Wow. All right. So, question seven out of ten is Denzel earned his first degree.
three at which university? Was it Fordham University, Yale University, the University of Pennsylvania, or the University of California? Do, 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 do. This is the waiting music. Do, 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 do. Can I have the choices again, please? say two. I think it's two. Okay. I think it's two. I think it's two. One for director, one for... No, one. He didn't get one. Oh, I thought he got one for fences. Oh, let me see. This. You know what? This could be wrong. I'm going to Google it. I thought Google he got one for fences. All, I know he got one for all, training day. I know he got that one, but I thought he had one for fences. Okay, there's a possibility this could be wrong. Hold on. You know what? You're right, and this quiz Boom. is wrong. I'm not kidding. For this answer, you are, you are correct. Yeah, I knew so he, got I, he got a, I think it was either directorial or um, supporting actor, one of the two, but I know he got one for Fences, and I, I know he got the one for Training Day. We all uh, cracked up on that. Uh, but, yeah, so 8 out of 10. Yeah. All right. Well, what would you like as a prize? So you can either wait until the next time I'm in Chicago and I can give you something in person, or I can mail you a gift from my hometown. Uh, in if you want something like 
a cool keychain or a magnet or I honestly I can bring you anything. They have good beef jerky here. <laughs> you can choose what would you like as a prize for getting you got a B in trivia, so that's pretty good. Um a keychain is fine. Okay. I'll find you one of those. It's a cool little river city where I live in. Oh, it's really pretty, so that's cool. That's real cool. Thank you. Oh no. You're welcome. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our wonderful audience about yourself, your life? Or your acting? First of all, thank you so much for taking time out your Saturday um, and organizing the interview and being flexible to work with working around technology. Uh, as we were discussing before we came on, this is a different um, vehicle that we work with. And the fact that you were able to be flexible and work in this, I greatly appreciate that. Um, I want to thank everybody here who took time out their Saturday to tune in, comment, send hearts, and what I appreciate you. Uh, and most yes, of the time, everybody in my cabal, APD, thank y'all so much. Love y'all. I want to um, take a moment to give thanks in front of everybody. Thanks and glory to God for all these things that I've been able to do. Um, Amen. I am, everything is possible with God as the supplier of all things. Um, yeah. Dedicated, everything I do, of course, is dedicated to my sweets, who is my uh, angel on my left shoulder. Love you so much. Miss you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah. Oh, make sure you watch um, Peacock or Hulu or YouTube, the commercial for um, a, a, AFib, AFibulation is running uh, currently right now. Um, season four of the G will be coming to Tubi and Amazon. We're filming that now. And also background extras is being filmed and will be uploading, is uploading to Tubi at any moment. What is background extras? So background extras. Extras is the common name for uh, individuals who are background actors. And so if you've ever watched a television show or film and you see people walking past, I didn't know this until I started doing it years ago. The people walking back and forth or driving the cars, they aren't just random people. They're hired to do that. I didn't know that. I just thought, oh, wow, they're filming in the middle of the city. Damn, that's pretty cool. I wish I was down there. No, they hire people to do that and put them there. And so this uh, series is a comedy okay. series created by oh, Brand, Brandon wow. Bowens. Um, and it, because we all have done background and it tells the stories of interactions of dealing with PAs and wanting to get lines and waiting for food. It tells that story. So that's coming okay. to Tubi and Amazon. And I play oh. uh, Rick Flanders, um, a PA, <laughs> really oh, a Nazi cool. dude. Yeah. I have a confession. It may not be a confession. It may not come across as anything new or surprising to you. You're probably aware of this, but I'm confessing it anyway. So bear with me. The trepidation that's in my throat is somehow hindering, inhibiting the words, but all right, I'll push through. I think about you more often than I should. I think about you more frequently than often, more often than frequently, somewhere in the midst of those combining those two together, I think of you. If I were a vessel upon the ocean, and in that ocean were all various sorts of sea life, and let's say the ocean had giant waves, and I was this vessel, 
it would be metaphoric that the water, the sea creatures, the waves coming were my thoughts. The vessel would be me, and somewhere on the other side of that is you. And all these waves and, 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 and sea creatures and everything are my thoughts, my fore, my after, and my middle. Because I think about you often, more frequently than often, more often than frequently. If I were a giant bird, perhaps an eagle, whose wings spread out several streets, and I flew across the wind, and I started at the highest mountaintop, and I descended and swooped so I could gain momentum to fly farther and swooped again, diving and swooping. And there were clouds, and there was the sky, and there were other birds. It would be metaphoric because, of course, I would be the bird. And the, the other birds, the clouds, and the sky would be my thoughts. And somewhere on the other side of all of that would be you the recipient, the clouds, the sky, the birds, this giant bird heading towards you. Because I think about you often. I think about you more frequently than often. I think about you more often than frequently somewhere in the midst of all that together. I, imagine if I was a man or a, a tall, muscular, dark-skinned man. Sorry, I get beside myself sometimes. It's the nature of the ball game. But I was this man who woke up every day praying giving thanks for all that he has, all that he does, all those people around him. And in the midst of those prayers, in the midst of those thoughts, in the midst of the words and the deeds he did through the day, it would be actual, not metaphoric, because I think of you often, more frequently than often, more often than frequently, I think of you, perhaps a bit too much. But it's okay if you laugh at my folly because I won't stop thinking about you. My poem. Thank you. This has been the Golden Hour Podcast with your host, Annie Gold. We invite you to come back next time for more laughs, fascinating guests, and most importantly, movie trivia. Think of her next time you watch the sunset or chug a V8. Don't forget to find her on Instagram and take a peek at her profile on IMDb. Until next time, stay golden.